This is the Colts Free Agent Tracker, a look at some key in-house free agents this offseason. In the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, hello. Welcome to the Free Agent Tracker podcast series on Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and the Colts audio network. This is our off-season look at some of the Colts' in-house free agents. I'm Matt Taylor, and NFL free agency will begin at 4 o'clock on Wednesday, March 15th, and 17 Colts players will become free agents, either unrestricted or restricted, unless they are re-signed first. And we're going to take a close look at a few players each week leading into mid-March, and we're starting this week with wide receiver Ashton Doolin and linebacker Bobby Okereke, the deep dive into Okereke. That'll come out later this week. But right now we're leading off with Ashton Doolin, and there's no one better to talk wide receiver play than the wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts, former Colt Bill Brooks in the ring of honor. Casey Valier is here as well. And None of those criteria I meet. None of you that. You do not. No, <laughs> nor, nor do I. Nor do I. That's why Bill is oh, here. Yes, tonight. you guys do. Yes, you guys do. Bill is here. <laughs> to to neck right to yeah. you. High tide lifts all boats, Casey. <laughs> Right. right. Isn't that what they say? <laughs> so let's break it down here. Uh, first of all, how is your offseason going, Bill? Because these last couple of weekends, I guess three to four weekends now since the end of the season prior to the Super Bowl being played this Sunday, these weekends feel like weeks because we have nowhere to be for 12 hours on a Sunday. It's it's weird having this much time to ourselves, I think, so far. Yeah, it's, it's been a little different for me right now. You know, uh, my wife says, uh, she sees me home now. She says, no, you have a lot of time, so let's get to work. Uh, <laughs> oh, depot. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of work uh, uh-huh. going on around the house um, at the Brooks residence right now because I have some time. So yeah. uh, it's been a little slow, but um, you know what? I uh, had an opportunity to do some stuff around the house and got some things done. And a boy, even Ring of Honor members, Casey, still have a honey-do list. He's a normal he's a normal guy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, let's get into it. Ashton Doolin today. We'll talk more free agents uh, later this week, and then obviously uh, a couple of per week heading into the middle of March like we talked about. But Ashton Doolin came back last season as a restricted free agent in 2022. Fellas, 12 games, had 15 catches, 207 yards, and a touchdown. Suffered a foot injury in the middle of the season that cost him four games. He also missed a game late in the season with a concussion. So I want to start, Bill, with at the beginning of the year, Doolin was having a really hot start. He had 15 catches on the season, as we said. Eight of them, though, came in the first two weeks of the year. What did you make of Doolin's overall involvement in the offense this past season? You know, going into training camp and watching training camp and watching Ashton uh, perform in training camp, I thought that, you know, he would be involved in the offense. I know how much he would be involved because, of course, you have Pitt, you have Alec, um, and you have Parrish. You know, hopefully everyone stays healthy and, and going to play. But uh, didn't know exactly what he, how much he would be involved. But I thought he would play about maybe 15 20% of the offensive snaps, mm-hmm. help some guys out, guys get – uh, when did come in, help out, maybe have some special plays for Ashton because Ashton has some speed, could use his, his uh, speed out there. And also Ashton is pretty big to, for blocking. So I thought he would play a little bit more, but unfortunately the injury, I think, derailed some of it. But I was wanting to see a little bit more from Ashton. Um, I like what he did in training camp. He, he showed that he can go out there, catch some balls, and, and play. And I thought when he did have an opportunity to play, especially in a Jacksonville game when, yeah. when Pittman and, and Pierce were out, 
Uh, he did some nice things, made some nice catches out there. So he was productive when he had opportunity to play. You know, Casey, if you go back to the start of training camp, remember all the way back in August, right, the, the uh, different movers and shakers within this offense, Matt Ryan, one of Matt Ryan's favorite targets was yes. Ashton Doolin. We just didn't see that consistently, obviously, throughout the year. I think a big part of that was just everything else around it. I mean, Bill brought up the injury. I mean, you mentioned how he missed a couple of different times here and there. Also, I think where he was stacked up on the depth chart, you look at the guys in front of him, I think, you know, Pittman had a typical, you know, workload of what you expected for him. I thought Alec Pierce, maybe earlier than people thought, kind of, you know, found his a nice niche inside the offense. And then with Paris, you weren't really sure what you were going to get prior to the season because of that injury bug that he's had. But him being able to stay healthy mm-hmm. and consistent inside what this offense was, you kind of had three guys that were already ahead of Ash. And I know he had a good he had a good camp and all of that, but ultimately you kind of knew where he was going to stack up. Then you had the injury concerns and also kind of the up and down play at the quarterback spot. I think all of that kind of played into it. I don't think. Prior to the year, I expected Ashton to have huge numbers because ultimately I looked at him as that third or fourth guy and that third one based on the injury concerns we'd seen through Paris through his first part of his career. So ultimately, I wasn't expecting huge numbers out of Ashton. I did expect a little bit more than what we saw, but I think there were a lot of things that played into that. Yeah, I agree with you. I I didn't expect huge numbers from Ashton. Also, going into the season, we also heard a lot about Naheem Hines at the time. Yeah, playing some wide receiver, being out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was going to take some numbers. If if Ashton was going to get some playing time, he would probably take some numbers away from Ashton and him being out there. So we didn't see Ashton out there a lot. So, like you said, Casey, I didn't expect huge numbers, but I expected a little bit more from him this year. Yeah, you guys just kind of hit on it a little bit. I mean, Doolin, in terms of progress, coming back, as we said, restricted free agent last year. But then you had Paris Campbell staying healthy for 17 games for the first time in his career. Really kind of took the next step as far as availability and production. Alec Pierce, as a rookie, obviously hit the rookie roll a wall towards the end of the season. But I think the Colts probably got more out of him than some had expected. With that in mind, Bill, I mean, those two guys, how much did they sort of roadblock what Ashton Doolin could have been and what he can be within the offense, if yeah. that's fair to say. Yeah, I, I think they did, you know, play a part in Ashton not getting on the field as much, definitely, because I think we all were wondering, is Paris going to be able to play 17 weeks this year? Mm-hmm. And, he, and thank God he did play 17 weeks. I'm happy for the young man that he had an opportunity to play 17 weeks this season and, and contribute to the offense. And then Alec coming in as a as a rookie, not knowing how he was going to develop. So he came into camp and, and showed that he can play in the National Football League, that he can be productive out there. So him playing and him growing as a wide receiver also had an effect on Asher not getting out there on the football field. And as long as those two were developing – it was going to hold somebody back, mm-hmm. and Ashton was a guy that I think it held back. So yeah. uh, I'm happy for the guys that it, it you know helped out as far as like Alec and and Paris, but for Ashton it, it held them back a little bit. And when you're a young receiver trying to develop, and he wanted this year to be his his kind of his stepping stone to you know go out there and be able to produce as a wide receiver. But when you don't have the opportunity to do it, and you have guys in front of you that are playing and playing well, and then also with the injuries as we talked about earlier. It's going to hold you back a little bit. All right, let's go a different way. How much of Doolin's involvement in the third phase of the game, special teams, Casey, how much should that be considered in his free agency profile? Because two years ago, in 2021, he was named second-team All-Pro that season. He had stints as a kickoff returner. He was a great gunner. 
Um, but those responsibilities in terms of the returns, they, they've gone primarily to Isaiah Rogers and Dallas Flowers. And you would think based on what Dallas did last year, he's going to be in 2023, the Colts kickoff returner. So how much should special teams weigh into the Colts possibly bringing him back in free agency? I think it's huge because when, when we get to that point in training camp, when you're looking at numbers, you're looking at who's going to make that final 53, and you're looking at it just based off of a number standpoint, a lot of times those fourth and fifth receivers, if you happen to keep them, or six. A big part of that is playing special teams, and Ashton Doolin is a guy who has proven it time and time again that he is a core special teamer, and I think that's part of what you saw this year, too. It was a very young special teams group, so having a guy like Doolin who can give you that veteran you know, leadership inside that room also does limit his ability on the offensive side of the football. So I think that is a key that when you look at those guys on that back end of the roster where, you know, let's say the Colts re-sign Ashton Doolin and you get to that point in camp where you're like, all right, we're, we're, we're looking at numbers and you got to keep, let's say it's five. And Ashton Doolin's one of those guys, it's really hard to say we can't, we don't want him because he does have that other aspect of his game, which he plays in special teams, and as Matt mentioned it, I mean, this guy was an all-pro as a special teamer. He contributes, and it's not in just as a returner. I mean, he does all of the other work, and that is so key when you're looking at breaking down your roster because those are a very important part. I mean, we have seen it here in the Colts last handful of years. This is a team that is near the top in special teams, and part of that is having guys who can play multiple areas, and Ashton Doolin is definitely one of those. Yeah, you know, you, you want to you know, have this team uh, emphasize special teams, so you want guys that are going to contribute on special teams and contribute at a high level. Right. And Ashton's one of those guys that can do that. He, is, he has the talent to go out there and contribute. And as you mentioned, Casey, when you're one of those guys on the roster where you're you know, maybe fourth, third, or fourth, fifth, Mm-hmm. As far as a wide receiver is concerned, you want to be able to do something else out there on right. the football field to show that, hey, I'm, I should be a part of this football team. And Ashton can do that as far as special teams. He a guy, he's a guy that has returned kickoffs as well. So he can return kickoffs, of course. Yeah. He plays other positions on special teams that can help this team. So I think that, that helps Ashton's uh, case when you talk about, hey, Who's going to be on this team? When you go out there and can play special teams, the more you can do, the adage we have in the locker room, we say the more you can do, when you can do more things, it gives you a better opportunity to make a football team. I mean, just think about a guy that we saw go through that whole, you know, that step-by-step process in Zach Paschal. Yes. I mean, he's a guy who's, you know, he's with the Eagles playing for a Super Bowl here, and one of the things that he continued yeah. to look prove at his, his value. Work, yeah, I mean, look yes, at his exactly. value because he can do so many different things, and it's also one of the things that I think Ashton proved over the last couple of years that if he is, like, let's say there's an injury to, you know, a – a Michael Pittman or an Alec Pierce where you have to slide him in there. You're comfortable in him playing in that spot too. So right. I think that is so important as well is you know what he gives you on special teams, but you're also comfortable with him inside the framework of the offense. No question about it. Well said. Well put right there. And then looking big picture, again, we're going to talk about all of these free agents coming up down the pike here as we get closer to the middle of March. But Paris Campbell is also a free agent. He'll have his own vignette, his own podcast, just like we're doing here with Ashton Doolin. But looking ahead a little bit, Bill, with, with Paris Campbell also in that, you know, free agency portal, if that's the right word. <laughs> you know, we kind of throw that around now. And, yeah, and the, portals uh, are big time. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, do the Colts need to ensure they sign at least one of their in-house free agent wide receivers, whether that be Paris Campbell or Ashton Doolin, or can you really 
look at it like that if you're the GM. Well, I think you're a GM, and, and if you look at the GM's track record, he likes to sign Chris Ballard, that is, likes to sign his own, likes to keep his own in-house. So he knows what he's getting with those individuals. He knows Paris Campbell very well. He's seen him how he uh, practices, what he does on the football field. Now he had a whole season to see what Paris did uh, last year, and he played the whole season, played well, did a nice job. He knows what Ashton Doon can do as far as special teams and at wide receiver, and he's developing. So mm-hmm. I think that helps – uh, hopefully helps Chris to make a decision on what he wants to do moving forward with those guys. I think what's going to be the ultimate choice of whoever is going to be the head coach is who is going to be the head coach right. and what type of offensive system they're going to have. So I think that plays a big part in, on who's yeah. going to return, who's going to come back, because I think, you know, if, do these guys fit into the system and the scheme that the offensive coordinator, the right. head coach wants to run here? So I think that's going to play a big part going forward for these two individuals. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And my biggest thing with, with both of these guys, your Paris Campbells, your Ashton Doolins, you know what you have. And I don't think, you know, this is not a stab in it, but they're not guys that are going to break the bank. So I, I think ultimately you look at this and you go, yeah, you can bring one or two of those guys back, but I also think you're going to be bringing multiple guys in. And I think part of that goes into what you get as the head coach. He might have a couple guys that he really likes to target for for the way that they do certain things that he's had experience with as well. I wouldn't be shocked to see multiple guys brought back. I, I, I mean, I'm expecting, honestly, I expect both Doolin and Campbell and then also a couple additional guys Wide receiver is always one of those things that it's very fluid. You're always trying to figure out who those guys that can step in and who's those guys that can grow into a certain spot, and you're always trying to get better. And I think that's one area that you look at the way this this receiver group played this year. I think you look at it and go, you know what, we got we got a pretty good amount out of it, but you still want more. Right. So, so I don't think that it's going to be one of those things where you bring one or two of these guys back and that's it. I think there's going to be a handful of guys they bring in. All right, one final one. Casey, stay right there because you just hit on it. You look at Doolin in his career, 55 games over five seasons, 33 catches, 450 yards, three touchdowns for his career. Do we know what the book is on Ashton Doolin in the NFL yet? I mean, how much bigger is his ceiling and is that worth exploring in free agency for the Colts? That's a great question because I think we don't know what we have yet. There there has been so many flashes. And quarterbacks. You, you, and quarterbacks. That, that <laughs> right? so, and you a, can say that for everybody, for skill everybody, player 100%. Yes. I think that is a really good point because you just don't know. I think once you get the stability there, you can really start to evaluate your talent. Mm-hmm. And with a guy like Doolin, he's got a lot of traits that you just – you don't see in every single receiver. He has got explosive speed. He's got good size. There's a lot there that you saw. I mean, we, we saw it when Carson Wentz was here. There were a handful of designed plays for, for go routes for Ashton Doolin, and that was one area you're like, wow, this is your big play guy. And then you saw a little bit more, you know, as maybe even more possession receiver a little bit, you know, here and there. So there, there is a lot to his game we don't know and you meet Ashton Doolin, there's a lot there that you like about the guy as a person. You see his work habits and mm-hmm. how much he has, you know, a guy from Malone who, you know, you never even heard of Malone. It doesn't even have a football program anymore. He's worked his way up from an undrafted guy to a guy that last year we were talking about, he's definitely on the team. So that's one of the things you like to see in a player. So there's a lot there. He's still young. So there's a lot that I like to see. There's some untapped potential so it, it, it's one of those things that, for me, there is definitely more I want to uncover from Ashton Doolin. I think you can find more of Ashton. And, and the reason I say that is because, as you said, he's 25 years old now. He'll be 26 in May. Young guy that's played in the National Football League. Unfortunately, last year, as we talked about earlier, 
had the injury, was on, was placed on injury reserve, mm-hmm. was an active four games, so he missed five games. So that hurt his development. And I think if he can continue to develop and work on his skill as a wide receiver, I think you'll see the talent really come out. Because as you said, Casey, he's 6'2", 215 yeah. pounds, a big guy. Does a good job blocking downfield for the running backs. I remember watching a game, uh, the Houston game last year at Houston, when he led, kind of led JT on a, on a, a run that JT got a, a lot of not a lot of yards, but he got a quality run out of the play mm-hmm. because Ashton Doom led in the blocking there. So he can block downfield. Some of the things you look for in a wide receiver, outside of just going out there running routes and catching the ball, blocking downfield, and he can do that because he has that size. So I think there's a lot more Ashton Doolin can bring to a team, and hopefully we'll see what happens uh, going forward for the young man. There you go. That's Bill Brooks right there breaking down wide receiver play. I got a hunch, Bill, you're going to be back talking about Paris Campbell in a few weeks. Uh, we'll see. You, you might be doing <laughs> that. I, I, well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, he's the one scheduling yeah, 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 all you, of you this. Look, so. look, no, no, you're going to be Bill, the one that determines gonna be, that. You're going to be back. <laughs> there you're it is. Be back. It's, it's final now. Okay. <laughs> There you go. Bill Brooks right there. Casey Vallier, our first installment of the free agent tracker. Quick, digestible looks at free agents for the Indianapolis Colts. Guys, have a great rest of the week. Bill, continue on that honeydew list, man. Chip away. One at a time. And it's long, too. I will. (laughs) There you go. We'll fire it up soon again. I'm Matt Taylor for Bill Brooks, Casey Vallier. We'll do it again later this week with a look at Bobby Okereke. We'll switch over to the defensive side of the ball. The free agent linebacker might be in line for a big payday. We'll break it down next time here on the Free Agent Tracker Podcast. Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and the Colts audio network. So long, everybody.